Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Now, 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 the pastors may not like this conversation. We about to go. We about, let, let's, let's go even. Let's go deeper. Let's leave the church. We're going to step out the church and we're going to step into Rico's world. If y'all follow Rico, so he talks about this all the time. What's going on, my friends? Before we get to the Ladies Hear Him Out panel, I want to thank our friends over at Bethel Tech for partnering with us to make this happen. You see, one of the rising industries that's producing multimillionaires and six-figure heirs is the tech industry. My friends over at Bethel Tech is the number one leading technology institution in the United States of America, and they wanna help you get into the tech industry to double your salary, to double your income. I want you to go check them out over at anthonyoneal.com slash Bethel. That is anthonyoneal.com forward slash Bethel. Yo, give yourself nine months, nine months with this program and watch you double your income in nine. Your life can be different by this time. But in the meantime, let's change your life with this conversation with my brothers. Let's go. Let's talk about sex. Love it. Um, I, I, had, I was dating a young lady, right? So I'm, I'm very honest. If y'all follow me, I'm, I'm, I have no shame in my game. My pastor knows this. Pastor Don said it on my show. I tell every lady, listen, man, this is what I want up front. You got to be safe, sweet, skilled. Smart and what? Very sexual. I say it up front. First date, first time. You got to be safe, sweet, smart, skilled, and very sexual. As soon as I put the word sexual in there, it's like, oh my gosh, all you want is sex. The first word I said was saved. The second word, I didn't even say sex first. I said, you got to be sweet. And the very, the only thing we talk about is all he want is sex. And you know what? This is what I say. That's not all I want, but daggone it, I want it. Why is it? And forget that the ladies are in the building, right? Ladies value provision. Men value. We're going to go there. We, ain't, we, ain't, we want good sex. Let's just be real. Now, y'all married. You know what I'm saying? Clearly, y'all got kids. <laughs> yes. So we clearly know <laughs> 30 years? I mean, it's been good in 30 years? Oh, I ain't going to. My sister here. Let me be quiet. Uh, <laughs> so so, so, so I, I want to ask a question then. Because one lady told me, she said, hey, listen, you're not getting sex. I said, great, cool, great, no problem. I said, so don't ask me for any money. <laughs> That's how you start the conversation, bro? No, no, no. Listen, let's check this out. Here's why I did it. Because if I said I want saved first, sweet next, and the last thing I said was a very sexual woman, and all you're leading with is all I want is sex, and you didn't entertain the other four things, I was like, listen, so since you're going to go there, let me go straight there, too. Do not ask me to take you on no fine dining, 
Don't ask me to take you on no vacation. Christmas is coming up. Don't ask me for nothing. <laughs> do men value, do we, the way ladies value money, do we value sex the same? Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. Rico. Like, let's be real. I, I mean, I don't know about everybody here on the panel. We all have had different lives. But me, myself included, right? I know a lot of men who had had sex on the first date turned into a one, two, three, four, five-year relationship. You know, sometimes they only knew each other for five, six days. Is that a long time? I mean, for me, yeah. <laughs> five years? Listen, I mean, that is a long time to have single people. Yeah, yeah. I mean, not, not compared to Pastor and you, 17 to 30. I commend you both, by the way. Uh, but what I'm saying is, I'm just saying we do appreciate sex. And sometimes I think women can get it confused that we think that, and, and rightfully so, because there are men that do think like this. But if they give up the sex too early, that's going to limit their chances of being taken serious. And I think that we got to actually tell them that there's a lot of other things that we're looking for, and the sex is just a bonus. You know, if you can do the other four things that I'm asking or he's asking, and then the sex is, you know, good, then it doesn't matter when you give it, because you're still hitting all the check, check marks that I'm having for you. And anybody well, who says that they don't value sex in here in the panel is lying. <laughs> Y'all I mean, quiet. We, we see, I mean, even historically, yeah, like, we see the exchanges always happen throughout history, where whenever parents saw a man that was successful, and then they would want to marry off their daughter to that successful man, one of the things, one of the bargaining chips was not just her femininity, but her purity. And the fact that she will be sexual exclusively with you. And that's something you could look at different cultures around the world, that's something that's been consistent. So yeah, that is like one of the different fair exchanges. But, and, and we have to take into consideration that every woman is not very sexual. And I think that's why, like, you said it earlier before that, you know, basically being too honest too soon could be detrimental, and I think that it's a savior. If I tell you the five things that I need, or that I need right now, because our needs do change, right, within time, possibly, um, and you can fulfill those, then there's no disconnect, there's no miscommunication between us, and hopefully we build to something that's going to be better. You know what I'm saying? And I think that if I say I want a very sexual woman, I, I hope that the woman that I'm speaking to understands her level of sexual, you know, right. competence. Come on, Joy. I'm, I'm looking for the word. Help me out. <laughs> sexual competence. But like, because like, some women could be cool with having sex once every two weeks. But if my sexual that's, appetite is, that's the devil. Is, is... And that's what I want to talk about. You know, that's the I, devil. I'm sorry. I right. didn't talk. See, I won't talk women. <laughs> but, but notice, I don't know this. What? But notice what you... See, that's... I'm going to take I'm, her I'm, out I'm, once every other month. I'm out, I'm out the church, but I'm going to be in the church. There, there, there's a scripture. Yeah. Second week. <laughs> we have sex Thursday. I'm taking you out to dinner afterwards. <laughs> so... Um, I'm going to be out the church, but I'm going to be in the church. There's a scripture in Solomon that says, don't open my love before it's time. So when he says that, opening my love sexual creates an appetite. So when I say I want my woman to be sexual, you probably need to explain your appetite to her. Because sexuality to her may be once a week, twice a week, three times a week. You know, it, that, that may be the exchange. So if we don't have a medium of exchange, it's not that she's not sexual. I just wasn't clear when I say when I want to be sexual. 
because most of our appetite is taught before we met her. So if we get, if we created an appetite throwing ones, throwing fives, and she's stripping on a pole, and then now she's working, coming home, saying, ain't no poles in my house. And you're like, baby, but I'm sexual. See, we create appetite. I'm not saying we're right or wrong. I'm saying we also have that communication to say, listen, this is what I'm created when I say sexual. This is my appetite. And if she can't cook that, I would suggest that you move on. So that way you don't create damage in her and you find yourself looking at a side chick. Uh, can I be honest? <laughs> I think we value both. Um, it depends on the type of woman you are. Uh, some women are more sexual than others. I really think it just depends on what you value the most. So sex, of course, is important, being intimate with your partner, things like that. But when it comes to, <laughs> it, just, it just depends on the person, for sure. They are visual creatures. I feel like most people are visual creatures. Um, but that's, that's important for a man, and that's important for a healthy relationship, is to have a good sex life and to be attractive. Beauty and sex being a man's uh, top two, I don't believe is shallow. I believe everyone gets the, the right to decide what's important to them and what's a priority for them. So um, as long as those people are willing to find people who uh, can meet those requirements um, and they also meet those person's requirements, um, I don't think it's shallow. I think you get to decide which life you want to live, but you also have to deal with the results of that. So you're saying, who told me to get the booty and the Bible. You are saying that if a woman says that she only wants to have sex once every other week, but she's a good woman. Move on. <laughs> I'm going to tell you this. I'm going to tell you this. Nah, hey. Leave. Hold on, pastors. So, I, I need to get... Leave. I need, hold on. Leave. But wait, 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 wait. Hold on, wait, okay, wait. I'm going to be honest that. because listen, that's that. not what I was taught. My mama taught me. What did my mom and daddy teach me? If she's a good woman, if she loves God, yeah, yeah. if she can pray for you, yeah. it's not about the Bible. She so y'all telling woman. me. She ain't a good woman. She's a, not a woman having sex every other week is not a good woman. She's not a good woman for you. For you. There we go. Oh, so, I just oh, wanted oh, y'all oh. to say that. So you talked about appetite. Let's change the conversation. Yeah. If she says we're only going to have food once a week. Can't happen. Why not? You're because I, I'm going gonna, I'm, I'm gonna to cook. What's going on, fam? It's your boy, Anthony O'Neill. Have you ever wanted to uh, get into a new culture? Or are you even thinking about taking a trip and you really want to know what people are saying around you? Or maybe you're like me and you want to learn something new. I remember how hard it was to learn a language in school. And because the textbooks, it wasn't enough for me. Well, let me introduce you to my new friends over at Rosetta Stone. It's a top choice for learning languages and has been for over 30 years. Now you can use it right on your computer or on your phone. It's more than just trusting and remembering words. It's about getting deep into the language, being able to speak, listen, and even think differently. You see, Rosetta Stone has 25 languages from Spanish to French to even Japanese and a whole lot more. They even have this cool speech recognition called True Accent that helps you say things right. And there's a special deal just for you. A lifetime membership to all 25 languages for 50% off. So don't wait. Now's the perfect time to start learning a new language. My listeners can get this awesome deal for a limited time. Just go to rosettastone.com slash today. Start unlocking languages and traveling with no worries by going to rosettastone.com slash today. Let's forget about all these language barriers 
and let's get into today's show. What's going on, family? It's your boy, Anthony O'Neill. Now, before we get into today's show, I want to talk about something that's very important to me. You see, growing up, seeing folks who looked like me on TV, hearing them on the radio, or reading their words, it showed me we could own our own narratives. It's more than just seeing black faces. It's about hearing our truths. You see, legends like Oprah and icons like Tyler Perry, they weren't just entertaining. They were mirrors of our resilience, our joy, and our struggles. That's why NPR's Black Stories, Black Truths hits totally different. It's a whole vibe of celebration, capturing every shade of our experience. Imagine diving into the tales that speak to our soul, from the laughter and love to the real talk about what shapes us. From legends in the game to stories about our everyday heroes, this collection has no you see, recently I got to tune into an episode and let me keep it real with you. It's like sitting down with my family. The host, the stories, it's all about us and it's for us. It's real, it's raw, it's relevant, and it's uplifting. Showing every facet of being black in today's world. It's time to level up our playlist. After today's show, dive into Black Stories, Black Truths on NPR. Wherever you get your podcasts. Let's keep making sure our stories are told by us for us. Now, let's get to today's show. What's going on, family? Let's talk about something that's been buzzing in the tech world, AI safety and security. How do you feel about the rapid advancements in AI and the potential risk that it brings? Have you heard of the stories about AI being tricked? It's a real concern, but fear not because there's a real solution, AI Red Teaming. You see, AI red teaming is all about stress testing. You see, AI models and deployments to prevent unauthorized access and data leaks. It's about ensuring that your AI can't be tricked into providing information beyond its intended use. And guess what? You don't have to do it alone. My friends over at HackerOne has a community of over 750 active hackers specializing in AI security testing. You see, in a recent engagement, just 18 hackers identified over 100 valid findings in just two weeks. That's the power of ethical hackers. Wow. So if you want to ensure the safety and security of your AI deployments, look no further. Head over to HackerOne.com and explore their AI red teaming services. With strategic flexibility, rapid deployment, and a hybrid talent strategy, HackerOne has everyone, everything you need to safeguard your AI. Don't let AI keep you up at night. Visit HackerOne.com today and rest easy knowing that your AI is in safe hands. Track it. I, right. Now you're, no, no, no. Not, I didn't say that she's going to cook for you once a week. Right. We're only allowed to have food in our house once a week. Oh, heck no. Why not? Because I got to eat. You going to eat somewhere so else? So why do we think that Damn. God made us? going to eat somewhere else. Oh, why do we Don't think that God? <laughs> so, so I want to come from a different Hold on, hold on, hold on. Let, 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 let me, let let me let let Why do we think that God made us with an appetite for food, but he didn't make us for an appetite for sex? He did? He did? He, he did? Yeah, he, he said did. he did. He did. Yeah. He did. <laughs> so, so hold on, hold on. Now we get all extreme. So a woman that only wants us to eat food once a week, we would say she's crazy. She's trying to abuse us or whatever. Same thing for a woman that only wants us to eat sexually once a week. She's trying no, to make no. us live. I, I'm, I, don't, don't, hold on, hold on. 
Don't hold. So, okay, so two things. Look, I'm just using once a week as an example. I'm not saying that that's law. And the other thing is marriage is something where I only win when I'm willing to serve my spouse's needs. So that's there's, it. So there's going to be seasons of her life that's where good. she's not able to give me what I need, and I've got to die to myself. And then there's the opposite. But that's good. in an ideal week. I need you to preach that word, Pastor. Yes, you're stress-free, life huh? is good, nothing's wrong. In your ideal week, if you only try to feed me once a week, you ain't it. I, we got problems. I'm not look, disagreeing with you. Only thing I'm just If saying. we're being real, not being right, yeah, yeah. in this scenario, what I'm saying is if I created an appetite that caused me to be obese. Yeah, yeah. Gluttony. So, and now I'm getting married to a healthy woman. So, but, no, that's so, not because I, I know, wait. You must be no. Oh. So here's See, where the, the doctor why, comes in. The, the reason why I don't get that is because I know we're not supposed to be. We're not in the church right now. But the reason why that doesn't make sense to me is because the Bible even addresses saying not depriving your spouse of sex. It never says you can have too much sex with you. You better preach. So, anything taken out of context become a pretext to say what we want. So, so, so when he, I'm sorry. I'm, so wait, Pat, you. You saying that a man can actually desire too much sex? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, from his yes. wife. From his wife. Define from his too woman. much sex. So. Define it. It's not definable. Too much sex is not definable. After thirty years, she say, "Babe, you asking me for too much right now. I should serve her need and put my need aside and say, what do you need from me?' In so you now. No, you, no, yeah. let, me, let me say but something. In a season. Whenever." I, I want you to look at, at look outside. Whenever you suppress a behavior, it comes out vile. That's what happens with priests. That's why they rape little boys. Whenever apples and oranges. Listen, no, 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 no. Apples with, and with, with Catholic with clat. With Catholic priests, yeah, yeah, yeah. Now I want, they I want have to, to swear I want, I want off to sex. This. I want to hear this. I want to hear this. No, no, no. Hold up. With Catholic priests. They swear off sex. They don't have sex at all. Yeah, yeah, hey, Loki, I don't think people listening. I don't think people listening to what he's saying. They're not, they're not he, listening. He, he don't, don't react. They're not listening. Listen, listen yeah, yeah. to what he's saying. Yeah. Catholic priests do not have sex. They're not supposed to. <laughs> what happens when you suppress a natural urge? It always comes out vile. That's not true. I could suppress my so, Nah, Pastor, that's true, man. Said, he said natural. He said natural. Pastor, he said natural. He said natural. Pastor, natural. let's be real. I grew up Church of God in Christ. I was suppressed. I couldn't go to prom. I couldn't do, I couldn't go to football games. I couldn't do none of that. The moment I graduated high school, but I that, went to the strip club. That was you. I went to see booty butt cheeks. I, I was like, yo, I'll have sex yeah, with anything it because it was forced to suppress. But that was you. Don't, and that's the problem we that's do. Yeah. We make us everybody. Since I did it, everybody gonna do it. No, but what he's saying is that if you're saying that naturally. Nat he's saying natural. He's not natural. saying forced things. Like he's na okay. Men naturally want to have sex. So if you say, nope, you're not having sex at all. It can go wrong. Something is going to happen. First of all, I did not say at all. Well, well, well. Yeah.
Hey, you guys, I had to take a quick break to thank one of our partners, PrizePool, for partnering with us to bring uh, this amazing panel to conversation with healthy men. You know, PrizePool is the leading savings account in the United States of America, in my personal opinion. Why? Because they have a high-yielded savings account. They're going to give you high-yielded on your returns of interest. Um, and also, they're going to give you some rewards for just parking your money inside of your savings account. What do, we, what do I mean by that? Let me tell you. They're going to give you $100, $200. They're going to have some grand prizes of $5,000, $10,000, $20,000. I don't know. They surprise us every single month. All you have to do is open up a savings account with no limit necessary, but I highly suggest at least $500. Um, you go over there, you get approved, you get in an account, you save money, you're going to have $1,000. Did you know that nearly 40%, 50% of people in America can't even save $400 in a savings account? But you can you will. All you have to do is go over to anthonyoneal.com slash savings account. Go over there and win. Get a high yield on your returns. Get some extra cash. Hey, you never know. You may win $500, 1000 or $10,000. Go over to anthonyoneal.com slash savings and open up a free savings account today. Yo, let's get back to the conversation. <laughs> it was getting pretty good. You said that if your woman couldn't give you sex... For whatever reason, whether it was ill or just couldn't give you sex for whatever, you just gonna, you just gonna, you, you ain't gonna, you ain't gonna step out. There ain't a possibility so, so you gonna step out keeping it real. I literally just real said, not right. I really literally <laughs> just said if give me the scenario. Okay, let's if, say if, 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 if she, let me give you if an she scenario. She gets in a car accident and she can't have no sex for like three years. No anecdotal. No. I got it. 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 Yeah. You mean to tell me? But to give you the answer. My testosterone is like 850. I have sex every day with the woman I'm with. Damn. So I'm not the kind of man yeah, yeah, where yeah. it works out like you that. You out of there. I'm not, I'm not. So you going to step out the house? It's going to be a conversation, bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. We got to keep it real. So, so, got to keep it real. <laughs> hey, but so, I'm going to say this real quick. I'm Let's be go, honest. Diddy. So I'm going to speak from experience, right? You know, like we talked about in the back, like I've been married for a year now, right? But years ago, way before I was married, you know, when me and my wife, we first had our son, my weaknesses got exposed. And the reason why I say that is, is that I was used to having sex all the time. When that sex got pulled back and I didn't understand the postpartum situation, and ladies, y'all got to educate us better on them situations too, by the way. Guess what happened? I fell deep into masturbation because I wasn't getting what I was used to and my weaknesses was exposed. So I'm telling y'all, ladies, I understand y'all get mad that we don't understand that situation y'all going through. Educate us. One thing about a real man, we love being educated by our queen. So I want to let y'all know that for sure. One of the things, <clears throat> um, Jesus, Doc said, we're going to have a conversation. <laughs> Is sex in our top three? Hell yeah. Definitely. That's number one. If it's, if it's not number one, one if it's one. not one, no, top two. No. It's probably, it's probably, top three, two. not one. Yeah, probably two. One, said, is, one is physical. One is beauty. Yeah, one is beauty. She's beautiful. That's one. One A, one B. One A, one B. That's, yeah. Hyphen, hyphen. Who, but you know what? I would, I would last longer in a relationship-wise. I'll last longer with a beautiful woman who has subpar sex 
than I would with the woman who has great sex, but she's subpar beautiful. Facts. Beautiful. Facts. I'm a visual person. If I wake up, first of all, if I, if I really love you, all I got to do is really look at you. You know what I'm saying? And, and everything else is going to follow. If I, if I love you for the type of person you are, <laughs> because, because it's going to take a little sex, bit more for me to get the sex, <laughs> the sex piece can be learned. That can be learned. You can, you can, train, you can train on that. You can... It's all kinds of professionals to help on the sexual side, but the, the look, you can't, you can't do nothing about that. Sex so are we saying that all of us on this stage agree that a woman has to be physically good looking to us, period? Yes. yes. 100%. Yes, definitely. Yes, it, Especially if you yes. want me to act right. Yes, if, if not, you're out searching. You're, so if, yeah, if, it's, she, if it's not, yeah. if she's not physically appealing, you're going to find somebody You're going to find somebody else. That's the longevity of a marriage. On top of anything else, if as long as she's attractive to you physically, you're not going to go search for that. Because so I got, it, I got in trouble for that same question. I didn't get in trouble. So, so the question he asked me was that particular question. And I said, no. listen, I, salvation, I want my wife to know God. Amen. I really do. I want to know God. But I want to enjoy her beauty even more. I want to wake up and love what I see. I don't want to wake up and see her worship and I don't like looking at her. <laughs> I, and here's the thing, beauty is subjective to the person. I will never say a woman is ugly. I would say that's not my appetite. But somebody loves how she looks. So it's not for me to say somebody is ugly, beautiful. Yeah, that's not me. I'm not, somebody like, oh man, she's just ugly. Listen, that's not my appetite. I like what I like and that's what I know. That affirms me. I want to I wanna love what I see. I want to wake up in the morning and say, yeah. My feminist side. Yeah. So, 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 hold on. Pastor, Pastor, I'm going to ask you So, was it wrong then for, because you said it, so I'm going to go to this pastor. You already said it's not wrong. And your definition, is it, if, if I like booty, is it wrong for me to look for a woman with the booty? Heck no. Hey, we try to act like God didn't make us with eyes. Yes. If he, he didn't just make us to be attracted to someone's spiritual walk. Come, say he that made again. Us to be that's how he made us. And if the church is trying to teach, you shouldn't. What, what the church doesn't know how to balance is the abuse of something versus the standard of God. If looks is all you care about, you're abusing something that God's given you. But it is absolutely top three from God. And if you try to pretend that looks don't matter, you're setting yourself up to fail in the end. Now, hold on. Let me come to the backside. Because looks is what we care about, or sex, 20 to 40, 50, 60. At some point, we're going to get to an age where sex with our wife is not our number one priority. But the legacies that she's building in our kids and how she's managing. So if we make a decision based on what only matters in a certain season of our life, and we talked about evolving, and then we ended up marrying someone that's not a blessing to us when we've evolved into a more mature version of ourselves. So it's, it's important, but it's not the only thing. That's good. So... Let, let's let's say let's 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 go there with with we, we identified that men value and we need sex. It's in the top three. Um, and get the mic. Could you say something earlier? So I don't get married. I'm not looking for marriage for just love. I I, I don't believe love 
sustains a marriage. I believe that love with a woman who can also help you build a legacy sustains marriages because a builder knows how to get through the hard times. And I believe, right, that we have a lot of men who really do not understand how to love and they really don't know how to build. I thought, I, I thought that love was an emotion. My father told me it is action. My father said, I, you, I chose your mother and I'm going to choose her. Now, do we as men, when we think about marriage, because I'm going to be real with you all, as much as I want to get married, I am a little discouraged of marriage because of the examples that I'm seeing out there in the world. I'm seeing men cheat left and right. I'm seeing men having two, three ladies on the side. And here, here, here's the scourging part. It's not the men cheating. It's the woman who's accepting the cheating and saying, okay, as long as I don't know, as long as he's bringing home the bag, I'm okay with it. For us as men, I want to talk to the married men, right? 30-something years, 17 years. <laughs> you about to get there. Do, what would you all say to single men who are watching this show about marriage? What is one thing that y'all say, hey, you have to put this in place for the marriage to work? And they're going to ask y'all this second question. I need y'all to be real. Do all men cheat? Oh, my God. <laughs> you glad I don't have a mic? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not here to be right. I'm here to be real. So the, the first part of the question was what? What is, what, is, what is one piece of advice that you will give to single men for the marriage to work? Like, and, and I'm saying this too because ladies are watching and I think ladies need to hear this as well. How do we think? How's it working? And two, I hear this from every single woman that I date. Every man at one point in time of their marriage will eventually cheat. And that bothers me when I hear that as a man. Um, so I, I think the biggest thing, like what we're seeing right now, um, again, it goes back to culture. I think we we don't, I, I think, I'm trying to say this in a way. So basically, I think the younger generation, they we hear about it all the time. They have issues coping. So when we talk about communication and having that raw, God to honest conversation, being open and vulnerable, to me, that is one of the major pillars of marriage, the vulnerability and communication. Um, if you don't have that, if you can't talk about certain things, or like you said, uh, Pastor Stephen actually said, there's three, there's three different, um, you're either going into a storm, you're in the storm, or you're coming out of the storm. And if you are having these conversations and you're going into one of those seasons in your life, the communication is the biggest piece of that because that's what's going to help you get through it. If only one side of the marriage, if you've got a breadwinner, for instance, let's just say that the husband's doing everything and the wife is, is but this is right. This, but it's not a 50, 50, the husband is out, he's doing everything and you're in a storm and you don't have that communication. Your spouse is not going to be able to help you through that storm. You have to be able to get through it together. And I think that that's one of the things that's allowed for, my wife and I, we've been together for 23 years, but have been married for 17. We've been together since high school, and we've gotten that right from the very beginning. And it's having those conversations and knowing that if I don't know how to solve the problem, she is because we've, we've communicated about 
what the strength or weakness is in that particular issue. So that's major for me. And that's, I think, is one of the, the pillars for us. So if we see we're going into one, it's, babe, it's coming. What are we doing? And then she's going to look at me and say, well, what do you think you can do? And I'm going to say, well, this is what I think I can do, but I know that this is your strength. Get us through it. And I'm here to support you in that. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. So let me ask this question. Go deeper. Carl, y'all get the right? second question. Hold on. I, I, hold on. I'm about to make the second question even better. <laughs> seriously. No, seriously. Because I asked, do all men cheat? I'm going to go deeper on that. Do good men cheat? So... So I, I would say, because we, we have this conversation too, in 17 years of marriage, depending on what you call that definition of cheating, if we go with the sense of what everyone knows it to be, the physical piece of going to have sex with someone outside of your marriage, the answer to that would probably be no. But does every man cheat when we're talking the emotional piece? Do you, do you go on Instagram? Are you DMing another female? Are you confiding in that female about an issue you're having in your relationship? I think that every man's probably guilty of that, so I would say yes. That is I mean, it's technically emotionally cheating. I mean, here's the thing, and I, I think that it's unfair. Okay, doctor. You, I just, I mean, sick of that. I mean, here's like, my, why don't y'all just? Go ahead, Doc. I, I, I didn't want to be what? the one to say it. I know you would. You want me? Listen to me. I'm talking to you like a brother. Like, <laughs> That's not how you started off, though. No, no, no. Give an uncle vibes. big brother advice. I like long walks on the beach. Most men cheat. Most men cheat. It doesn't matter how bleak that sounds or whatever it is, you can go back 8,000 years ago, it's the same scenario. We can go back to our grandparents, they had families on the other side of town. This, you, I'm just saying it's real. That is, real. You need to hear the truth. Yeah. And the reason why you need to hear the truth is because you can't, you, you can't have a conversation about what's real until you accept the true nature of what's going on today, right now. Especially. Most men cheat, and the thing is, women are cheating too. Oh yeah, oh yeah. I don't know about Especially most, today. women should tell us if most women cheat, because I need some clarity. Huh? Question, question for you. I, I think it's always- I, Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Steve. Uh, we all the same. You, you, you the, you're the money guy, Yeah. yeah. right? Would you say the majority of people are losing at money? Absolutely. The, give me a number. What percentage of people? 80% of the people in, in America live paycheck to paycheck. 80% of people in America live paycheck to paycheck. Mm -hmm. All right. And what percentage of people are investing in their future, are going to have wealth to retire, all that other good stuff? That's going to be right around like 11 to 15% of people. So the majority of people don't have investments, aren't ready for the future. 
So what people will say is, well, 80% of the people are no good with money or don't trust the stock, so I'm scared to invest. Why are we taking the 80% as the standard instead of saying, let me figure out what the 11 or 5% are thank, doing? Thank you. Because I want to be in the 5%. Let me bring it home. So single folks will say, I don't want to get married because 50 or 60% of people end in divorce. Well, you didn't say you don't want to be wealthy because 80% of people aren't wealthy. You're only applying that to relationships out of fear. But the, I'm going to get in trouble. And we call it being real. Listen, I'm going to get in trouble as a pastor. The majority of humanity sucks. They're not my standard. I'm trying to be the top 10%, and I'm not even looking at the 60 as an example of what my future is going to look like. Because my future is not going to look like that. So what I we do so is we don't use the same financial principles. We don't. We don't we, if you know this, Anthony, you if you're coaching it. somebody, you're going to get a standard of 10% and say, watch them. Forget the other 90. Now, I'm not excluding the other 90 didn't happen. And that's not saying I'm not real. I'm going to say, watch that. Because what we do is we say, all men are this. So that what you just did is culminated every man and made 100%. And you put me yeah. in that boat. You basically, you said me. I'm like, wait a minute, my wife said that you said me. The, the majority of men that, that have the, the, the majority of men that have the options to cheat yes. will cheat. That's just what but it is. Men with me. Yes. I mean, question to be honest, we have to also be realistic about pastors. Forgive me. <laughs> we have to be honest about the history of people, okay, and the history of relationships. For those of you that don't know, monogamy was a 300-year war between the Christians and the nobles between 600 to 900 AD. And then after 900, once they won, monogamy was set to be, set to be the, guidance, the, guide, the guiding standard for relationships. So when we say, okay, cool, there was a war amongst this world about the way people should conduct themselves in a relationship. And now we're sitting here and saying, well, 80% of people possibly could be cheating. Men and women. I just learned that women cheat too. <laughs> you should have known that, bro. I just never experienced Well, I don't know what I experienced it or not, but they must be really good. But what I'm trying to say is... They are. They are. What they I'm are. saying is it's unfair. Like The whole cheating idea is unfair to people because the fact that People are going to cheat and the odds are against you, but the fact that cheating allows you to cheat yourself from a good relationship is the part that bothers me. Because there's a person yes. who may be loyal to you and not really faithful to yes. you. And I do think that there's thresholds. So if he's, if he's doing everything he promised you, if he's taking care of you, he's, he's still, thank you. <laughs> That's God. <laughs> he's not doing everything he promised you, but go ahead. No, I mean, but, but to be honest, if he says, hey, I promise to never cheat on you, he's wrong. Okay, but I do think that, especially right here, what? if he what if he promises, no, no, no. Yes? I know he. What you say? He's, if he's, you say it again. If he promises, he promise you to not cheat on you and cheats on you, he's wrong. Okay. Yes. Yes, yes. 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 Okay. Yes. Now I, I was lost. Yes. I thought so, that was it. Slow down. Contact. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Wait. That's why. That's why. But what I'm saying is, it's unfair because it's like, yo. Realistically, we go from a religious standpoint. There's many religions in the world, and there's, and there's so many religions that allow you to have more than one spouse. Okay? Now, I think that a lot of people don't know what, or have the courage, especially young men, because we grow up in a Christian country where we're, legally we're only allowed to have one spouse. I was taught since a kid I could only have one wife. It's going to take for me trial and error to have having one wife if 
I deemed myself to have more than one wife to figure out that that's not going to work for me. And it's unfortunate because then people get broken in this process. And I feel like we're not educating each other to say, hey, guess what? Monogamy is a choice. Okay? Monogamy is a choice. It's not a natural thing. It is a, our societal standard and some religious standards as well as polygamy is. But you need to figure out where you fall in line. So you're you know, saying... I, I got to say this because, you know, I, I, I struggle with cheating. You know, I'm just keeping it real. Um, I remember high school, you know, as a youngin, I, 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 yeah, I was a cheater. 100%. Um, and I'm not anymore. And a lot of that is because I did make a decision to be faithful to my lady. But on top of that, I also made a, a decision to be faithful to what I was trying to build. And I think my, what I'm, what my, my overall goals, the things that I'm trying to build as, as not just from a, from a financial standpoint, from a relationship standpoint, all of those things I take into consideration whenever I'm thinking about making the mistake of cheating on my lady because I know that it can, it can cause calamity in, in a lot of other areas of my life, not just between that relational piece. You know what I mean? So that's what it's about for me. So it's a choice for me. Can I just say, I want to say this one thing. I'm, and let me finish the statement first. Let me finish it first. I'm not faithful to my wife. I'm faithful to God. She benefits from our relationship with him. What is he at? And again, I understand different religion. I'm not knocking anybody religion, but based off my personal relationship with God, I choose to be faithful to him. What he requires me to do, what he's asking me to do. She simply benefits from that. That's all that, that doesn't say temptation doesn't come, war doesn't come, stuff not thrown at me. It's like, okay, Joseph, what, what is it going to cost me for the next five minutes? What is it going to cost me? And I, I am more afraid of what I would lose than what I'm getting ready to gain. That's good. And that don't make, that don't make me perfect. Right. By no means. Right. But if I can answer your first question, one thing I would tell a younger person is this. Don't marry who you are. Marry who you're becoming. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's good. That's really good. Um, I feel most men cheat because there are more women than men out here. And the population allows them to have temptations on different women. So they can get women in different countries, different states, and a lot of men travel for business or they have women at work. And there are more single women than men, and so a lot of men cannot turn down temptation, so that's why they cheat. I do not think that most men cheat. Well, actually, I do think most might, maybe, right? But there is a good amount, a good quality amount that do not. I don't think every man cheats. I think every man is weak in the sense of having been raised in a Western culture that praises masculinity in ways that might be harmful to society as a whole. And we've since learned a lot more about what it means to be a man and to show vulnerability and emotion in ways that are healthy to development of young boys and men alike. Say goodbye 
to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.